Hello and welcome to the Hard Talk Podcast. Are you an addict, abuse victim, broken hearted, or you just want to find your purpose in God? Well, this is for you. Tell me your story. Show me your Join us each week as we share insightful biblical teaching, personal experiences, and interviews with people who have been there to encourage you on your path to healing. We promise you won't remain the same. And now, here's your host, Gloria. A very warm welcome to you who is listening in to this Hard Talk podcast. We are still going with our series on faith through the storm. I want to take this opportunity, first of all, to thank all of you that took the time to listen to Jackie's story. I know I received feedback about how um, you all were inspired and encouraged and would also want to meet Jackie and and so many things. I just want to thank God um, for all of you. Um, I promise that we are still going on, and um, today I have a, another interesting story. This is uh, a friend of mine still. Uh, over the years, I have known him to be an exceptional teacher of the word. <laughs> I'll never forget that day that he prayed, and I mean, he taught us, and he left us praying unceasingly. And today I'm very humbled to host him on the show, um, and... Um, Yet not in his capacity as a teacher of the word, because at Heart Talk we talk openly. I want to hear him as a man who is a fellow believer and has gone through issues that have required him to have faith, and he has not let it go. So you're very much welcome, Sybil. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah, uh, just introduce yourself to us, and then we shall dive into the story. Well, um, Tenua Rogers. Mm. Yeah. That is all. <laughs> what a brief introduction. Yes, Roger, um, you know that we are doing this series on faith through the storm, and I know you to also be one of those people that you've taught on faith and you've lived faith, and, and yet you have a story that you've also gone through a lot of things. So let me hear you. Um, just just take us briefly on how was your childhood? How, how did you grow up? Let's start from there. Yeah. Uh, first, I thank God so much for my life. Mm. Uh, because uh, it has been because of, because of his masses. Yes. Uh, I grew up as an orphan. I lost my dad when I was three months. And uh, I lost my mom when I was in P5. So, okay. And all through, I kept on living in the hands of, uh, in the masses of people. Mm. From one home to another, jumping from this home to the other home, from this home to the other home. And through all this, you know, when the parents are not there, it will mm. be by the grace of God to meet people who treat you like parents. Mm. I went through mm. a lot of mistreatments, a lot okay. of mistreatments. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, when I, I when I was growing up, I grew up with my uncle the, mm. on the paternal side. Yes, and uh, he was. Uh, an irresponsible man because he was drunk. I didn't. He had a wife, but she was barren. They didn't have children at home. So mm. basically, I didn't know how to care for children. Mm. And uh, all through that, growing up, I was young. They didn't. I I, I was given. I, I went through what they call ch- child labor. 
because mm. I was very young, but I would go to the well to pick water. When you come, Angelica has poured some water. They, you are kind. I had the specific, actually, I was not kind with the sticks. There mm. was a specific Yumoja <laughs> flop mm. flip, which was just designed for me there. Mm. So every simple mistake you had to be. Yeah, yeah, you have to be kind. How and, old were you at this time? You uh, said you're very young. How old? I, uh, I think I was uh, about four years. Four years. And four years, you'd go to the well and do all that. Yes, and uh, I would cook. <laughs> I started cooking at that age. I didn't know how to cook, but they would tell me to go to the kitchen and cook. So you just get mm. the firewood and just push it in. Um, it go, when it goes into the ash, you don't know how to arrange it very well so that it can uh, go bless. So mm-hmm. when you push it in the ash, to yeah, it, the fire goes off, mm-hmm. and when she comes, like is this how you do it? She she gets her flop flip and mm-hmm. webs here. So it was the order of the day. So I constantly grew up in fear, and you know I was caged in that kind of traumatized when I was still young. I by God's grace I left that place. Just uh, um, I, I left that place. Uh, I was introduced to another aunt of mine. Now the sister who follows my. My mother, they were mm. born, same mm. father, same, same mother, and now I knew I'd, I'd reached home. Mm. Your maternal aunt. Yeah, yes. the, the hope raised because now I knew this is my mother, mm. you mm. know. Uh, uh, yeah, in, in local we call them mothers, but mm. in English yeah, she was my auntie. And uh, But the story is not here. Uh, it didn't go as I expected. Mm. Again, she was even more tough than where I was coming from. <laughs> wow. okay. Yeah, if you reached there, you'd think, okay, we are on the side of the, the man. Because mm. the man treated us very well, the man welcomed us. Mm. Her know, husband. The husband now, and mm. uh, for her, she was totally the opposite. They had the uh, we are told they had their misunderstanding with my mother when they were still growing up, mm. and now she transferred all those things onto us, the children, and uh, it was it was not good. So from there, I, I had my cousin, uh, for my cousin brother, uh, still who had uh, who had a wife. Mm. He, he, he took me and left me there. He used not to be there. He, was, he, he used to do transit mm. things, uh, moving from this place to... And um, this sister-in-law was not here. She was a hard lady. Mm. She had all the reasons. You know, at, at that time, I was in P5 and we would go to the garden and make potato heaps. So for me, I was designed to be making 50, 50 of them. And you don't come back before you finish them. Mm. So when you come back and you're finished eating, then you go hungry for that day. And that story was not good. So mm. constantly going through <clears throat> all that mm. really made me to have a negative attitude towards women. I grew up and I had strong hatred for women. Mm. I knew, I thought that maybe they were just a mistake in this world. Because men, I really never had bad story with men. Mm. Much as my uncle was drunkard, yeah. he never beat me up. Mm. You know, at, uh, he would even draw me and draw me clothes. He would give me that uh, white thing in the glass. Mm. Call, Look, it is called Nguri. I don't know how it is called in English. <laughs> no, but it was a hard one. And you would take it and go. But you felt like, okay, you are loved. You would smoke. Mm. So he would, when he's smoking, he calls you and you test it. Mm. And uh, me, I thought that that was love. And I felt loved by men. You know, when I when I went to my auntie's place, the sister to my my mother, the the, the guy was coming, would embrace us, found us outside and were uh, mm. not looking funny, would call us up and cheer us up. My brother also uh, was also interesting. Every time he came back from from his safaris, he would be interesting, would call me up. And, but the way, the women in that mm. in, the, in that circle, all of them were not good. 
So to me, it it made a negative impact on me towards uh, women, and uh, I, I developed a strong hatred mm-hmm. towards towards them. It brought it mm-hmm. it cropped another design in me. Okay. Maybe something I've never talked about. Yeah. From childhood, I desired to be a rebel, like a real rebel. And at that time, I used to hear. I grew up in the village, mm-hmm. and uh, not that I watched a lot of movies or what. You know, we didn't have TV. I think I began watching a movie when I came to town. That was mm-hmm. in my senior one. Mm-hmm. So the, that life before I'd never watched a TV but me I just loved killing I loved I was I was versed I loved I just at that time because of the hatred I just went and I used to hear about uh, Joseph Kony I used to hear about jo- Jonas Savimbi mm. and these were were my heroes and uh, I remember when I was in Sinyon uh, that was in 2002 around February news came that Savimbi was killed mm. uh, that I felt bad I felt bad uh, actually that I cried because one of my heroes was was put down mm. because at that time me I just wanted to get back to people and and kill them and do what and now he went came to women I wanted to I don't know because I remember when I joined Sinyan there was a lady who came to me and she was acting nice me I wanted to beat her up and yet she wanted to give help so mm. in, in the whole of my olive I had no a friend who is a girl in my discussion I didn't allow any girl to be there and uh, that just not the effect was much so because you are a young uh, a young man that had been crippled right from childhood because you say right at 4 years that's when you were being mistreated and what it caused you to you know to rise up to be with this all hatred and all that and you know okay yes and still even when i got born again mm. that thing still remained because it, it is the lord who has been doing a lot of transformation a lot mm. of transformation and uh, first of all uh, I, I, I struggled with the submission mm. and also I struggled with the opening up accountability has been one of my hardest things because mm. it, it is a thing which you didn't do when we were child we fought our way to the top you know so mm. it was very hard me telling me to, to submit it was more like taking me back to the cage mm. so I wanted to when when I grew up I wanted to get my freedom and you couldn't trust anybody with your life because all those that had the opportunity would just use it against you exactly. like with mistreating so you said you kept moving from one home to another and what what events would lead to you being moved uh, there were uncertainties you find that um, maybe somebody has died mm. and they have gone for burial another a person picks you up from there and say ah, I'm going with this one so uh, maybe it is a holiday and I tell you you're, you're, you're going to do it. You're going to visit this aunt from there you begin you begin up a class from there. So the whole of my primary, each class I studied it in, in two schools. Okay. So first term, second term in this school, uh, third term in another school. Because someone had died and you went to Bari and then you went to another school like that. Exactly. So first term in this school, second term, third term in another school. And that's how life kept on moving. Wow, interesting. So, but at least you managed to study up to P7 and then... Yes, uh, I studied up to P7 and mm. good enough I was bright because in every school I was, I was either the second or the, or the first. Mm. I remember, yeah, uh, I remember there's a school I, I joined and they did exams in 30 minutes and I was done. People were like, hey. <laughs> when they marked I was, I had, I had learned something and it, yeah. it, it caught attention. Teachers got interested in me in that school mm. I finished my P7. Mm. So I, I was more like a, a, a hero. And um, I, I remember when I was finishing my P7, I got 20 points, and it made news. 
20 points made news. It made news because I was, the best, I was, I was the best in the zone. Now, mm. a zone in the village is different from the one in Kampala. Kampala, when they talk about a zone, it is a village. Mm. In, in, uh, in, in the village, a zone is more like a parish or two parish because it will have about eight villages mm. and uh, each village has a school. So basically, I was the best in eight villages. Wow, with the, with the 20, with, points. With 20 points. So mm. I was the hero at that time. The, head, the headmaster of our school called me in his office. was so happy. He shook my hand and said, thank you for making us proud. He mm. gave me a, a gift, a, a plastic plate and a, 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 piece, of, a piece of soap. So, <laughs> no, I was proud of myself also. Mm. Then it so happened that my uncles at that time who were taking care of me could not uh, continue. They didn't have enough enough money to support me yeah. through the secondary education. Because mm. remember in the village at that time, secondary schools were not, were, could, could not easily be found. Mm. You'd, each village could have at least a primary school, mm. but to get a secondary school you had to go for about three villages or four mm. villages. So you mm. needed to have a, a base school. And mm. uh, we didn't have that. So have that yeah. is the time uh, I'm fed back to my paternal, my paternal side. Mm. And they told me, yeah, you have to go back to your 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 uncles and mm. see what they can do. So I moved. I moved back because I drained away from when I was I was a child, mm. and because the condition was extremely fierce, and I never wanted to go back that side. Mm. Yeah. So when I when I, when I went back, I found when the story mm. had changed and they, they welcomed me. I felt a, a little bit loved. Mm. Yeah. But uh, at that time, my brother, on my, my, on, on my, on my, our, the firstborn of my mother, mm. uh, had graduated and I had got a job. Yeah. So he, he looked for me mm. and didn't know where to find me, but he had friends who came from that village. So he said, mm. I, here I have a brother in that area, but I don't know. Can you do a survey for me? So they mm. came. When remember we were going from, from, from um, it was a market day, we were going and uh, I just saw a guy coming and he picks me up. Uh, so, so he stopped and he asked, is Tom here? Mm. And that time they used to kidnap children and cut off their yeah, heads. Yeah. So everybody was very conscious of security. We didn't know the mm. guys, like, why, why do you need, and you know, the, the way the guy came, like, is Tom here? I was like, no, Ronald needs him in the, in the trading center. And now, Ronald was our cousin brother, but we never mm. trusted him. Mm. So my auntie like, you go, good enough, we are also coming. Mm. <laughs> so I came and Ronald said, you first greet those guys. Mm. Now, when I was greeting, I was afraid because I didn't know them. So the, when they're greeting, I, I stood at a distance. I said, no, you draw close. So they asked mm. me, do you know this guy? Now, when they talked to them, I knew, I, I knew him, but we had never you met had him. never met your brother. Uh, so I got the confidence and said, yeah. Mm. I said, yeah, he's looking for you and he, he wants you to prepare. And they will come and pick you like, oh, that's great. So I knew mm. God has answered my prayers. Mm. And um, in, in uh, two days, he came and picked me and mm. took me to town. So when we were going, we had a conversation because he had never met. Mm. He had grown up scattered. Yeah. So he had never met. He was happy to see me and was like, oh, how have you been? How, how, how did you study? I told mm. him, I got, I got him. He asked me, how many points did you get? I told him I got 20 points. I was surprised. He looked back and like, did you hear what I asked? I said, yeah, probably. I said, yeah. Uh, you asked, you asked, uh, yeah, you asked yeah. me to, uh, how many did I get? Uh, I got 20 points because no, from where I was coming, it was the news. Mm. He just shook his head and said, you know, you just deserve to beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. I was not bothered by that. Mm. Yeah, I was excited going to town, whether mm. to repeat or what, but yeah, as long as I'm studying in town. Mm. So that was the point of excitement. Then he told me, is take, when they reached uh, our town, they discussed with my 
cousin sister and they said no let me go and continue mm. so they would they got to my school which had just begun which could not reject me mm. and uh, they went and talked to them and told me the family they told me you're going to boarding mm. now i was excited i had heard about boarding but then i didn't know the concept of boarding section because in the village always women refer to uh, in busoga gomeses are referred as boarding <laughs> you know they say they are boarding young and they you know mm. so when they say you're going to boarding eh? i know i'm going to send but i'm thinking are you going to study in this gomesi are you <laughs> going to so i just want to know what happens in the boarding so i was excited yeah. i could not so i could not going to wear gomesi yeah i could not wait really? we did the shopping very fast because <laughs> i wanted to go and see i'm going to a boarding Mm. Then I yeah, asked that we at school and there's nothing like that and uh, that's when I joined with me I went I went there uh then it was time of registration the, te- the teacher was registering <laughs> something bad happened he asked me he was you know um, engaging me and asked me uh, do you have any health problem mm. I told him sir now I, I wanted to tell him I have something like ulcer or st- stomach problem mm. I just didn't know how to express myself in a word And so when if if whenever a person spoke in english i could understand but then communicating back <laughs> so i'm thinking sir uh when i take along without eating <laughs> now i didn't from there i didn't know what to add and i said i just spoke to him so i said wonder no mdoduma now this guy was a kejong and he didn't know logana yeah. didn't know soka and the thing sounded fine to him and he laughed mm. my brother was in the bus's office paying his coffee at that time we were not banking mm. and uh, he went to pick him from there's like you come and help me yeah what does this word mean and uh, so he explained to him and uh, the guy really got interested in me mm. like no every time so you never see me at the company like my man first come what does <laughs> mundomo do <laughs> so it was the mm. whole the whole story for that mm. yeah for that for yeah for that for years so how do you come to know the lord after this yes um it was it was a uh, at this time when i was in sinian okay i met a friend who was called julius mm. he was born again because when i joined when i came here i realized i didn't measure up to anything because i had 20 points i met guys who had got 4 6 12 mm. now i was the worst mm. with, with the 20, 20 and yes. now there was a, a guy there who also came from the village but he had got 17 oh. and now automatically that one became my friend because i knew he could, <laughs> he could understand me mm. so he was he was born again julius mm. though okay the youth go for fresh but he, his life did not impact very much mm. it was just like me mm. and uh, the, now we met an, i met another guy who was called uh, an attorney mm. uh, we we met in a funny way because as we went he was looking for his desk and he came to my desk and i thought that he wanted to steal my box from the locker mm. i walked to him and hit him to the wall because me i believed in fighting that's the mm. way i would solve i didn't know how to talk about things and the guy was big he had the ability to beat me but he didn't beat me up Mm. and um he just told me I'm, i'm sorry me i got disappointed me i just wanted to fight mm. and then i got disappointed but then the guy kept on coming close to me i wanted to touch him but you know we get ashamed and you don't want now to mm. but then he kept on drawing close to me he picked interest in me picked interest in me and became close he didn't tell me about god mm. but he, it is literally one year it was born again all of you were young and when he saw you he he as a born again he showed you love yes. instead of the hatred you are showing him yes. and that is what 
warm your heart. Wow. Yes, it was one moment when we went to pick water from the tap, and Julius, uh, by accident, when I was moving my 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 jerry can, water spilled on Julius's shirt. So mm. I thought I did it intentionally. He walked also on the tap and put his hand and directed water towards me. Mm. Now me, I also wanted to go because me, I believed in revenge and fighting. I wanted mm, to pick up a fight. A so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, the, uh, the um Tony talks to us and mm. settles us down because also you just wanted to fight he had a hot temper mm. and uh, when he settles to us he tells us he, he picked up a, a scripture and told us you know what the bible tells us to be slow to anger mm. slow to speak but quick to listen Mm. And I don't know at that time, that is the first time that guy spoke about a scripture, but it touched me a lot. It was Saturday, mm. the, following, the following day, Sunday, mm. we went to pray. No more, no more way. When, mm. But uh, I just found myself in front crying and all that, and that's why mm. I kept my left question. That's why I don't even remember the day, because it's not something I prepared for that maybe somebody preached to me, and I just found myself. That, that's how the Lord picked me up. Wow, because God used your fellow student, a young boy as you at yeah. that time, and and spoke love to you when you didn't even know what love was. Yes. Because the last time you knew about love was sharing with you liquor and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and cigarette. Yes. You know, we bless God for such people. Uh, if, I don't know, maybe you don't know whether Tony is here anymore, but, you know, I think the world needs people like Tony, you know, that, that speak love even in a place of hatred. Roger, I'm going to request that we end it here because of time. I know that uh, we are still enjoying your story. It's it's quite interesting that the things that you went through. I'm going to request you end it here and then pick it up there next week immediately where you stopped, as in your life knowing the Lord. And, you know, since we are talking about faith through the storm, we shall also dig into any other thing that you went through and you had to believe God for. So as we close off, um, let us just pray. Uh, Father, we thank you. For today, we thank you for Roger. We thank you for the testimony that he has shared. We thank you for people like Tony out there, oh Lord. Father, I pray that the person listening in shall meet a person that shall define for them love other than hatred, oh Lord. The hatred that they have known all their life. That, Father, a soul shall be one for you even this day. To the glory of your name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. A special thanks to our first-time listeners. We hope you liked it. If you'd like to speak to any of us, please contact our talk on 0703 or email us on info at finepulse.org. You can also visit our Facebook page at Fine Pulse Church. We can't wait to hear from you. Remember, God loves you. You are not alone. Until next time, goodbye.